Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, speaker, and co-founder of emc2learning.com, which happens to be the place that is hosting Hive Summit for free. So definitely go check out hivesummit.org and sign up to be on EMC2's platform. That could be the Tinker Teacher level. That could be one of our other levels, the Engagement Engineer or the Creative Core. We would love to have you. It is a great, great group of educators that are inside there doing some great things. But again, even that free level Tinker Teacher has our Hive Summit hosted there where there's wonderful speakers for you to check out. It's a great time. Get on over there. Today's topic is... (laughs) So you want to gamify. Now what? Where do, where do, where do you begin? And this, I get this question a lot. And I understand its confusion uh, because it's different. It's different than other things that we've done in our classrooms. But ultimately, the, the, like, if I was to boil it down, some of the key tenets is... One, you're not necessarily gamifying every moment and everything. I mean, ultimately, you may be adding more and more layers. You may be doing more and more of it. But to get started, you don't need to make every moment gamified. So take that fear, take that like pain point off of your chest a little bit. And then the other thing that I tell people is really if I was to boil gamification down, it's really centered around three things, theme, team, and task. Theme, team, and task. Piece of cake. So I thought on this podcast to maybe get some of you started for this upcoming school year a little bit, I would talk a, a smidge, if you will, about this, uh, these three. So if you're a new gamifier, uh, well, one, if you're a new gamifier, I'd love to hear from you. So use the hashtag wellplayedpodcast and tag me at Mr. Matera and Join in this conversation. Heck, maybe even have you on the show in one of these upcoming weeks to talk about your journey into gamification. But all you need is a bit of a a theme, an idea. So something to set the stage with. So choose a theme that you love. This is my central point that I make to most people is teachers are notorious for picking things that their students love. Now, while I think that that's heartfelt and understandable, you have to breathe life into this. Most of your gamified class is going to exist in your guys' minds, right? Language is what's going to bring it to life. So my example is uh, the one I usually give. Some teachers like maybe do a Pokemon theme, but they're not Pokemon players themselves. They don't know anything really about the Pokemon world. Uh, maybe they've seen Pikachu or something like that. And then they put Pokemon up, right? They use some little graphic and they're like, we're going to do this Pokemon theme world. And then the language cuts off. They don't know enough Pokemon. They don't breathe life into that experience where, for me, I chose Roman nobles, which is like a medieval theme, and I always loved like medieval times, knights and you know sorcerers, and I just always thought it was cool castles and you know like I don't know the virgining technologies that were going to start and change the society. I thought it was great, great time. So my point being 
it's not hard for me. There's no cognitive load to remember that I call each of my groups guilds, right? But if you're in some space theme, maybe you call them shuttle teams. But like that, there's zero cognitive load, which means I can bring that to bear whenever I need it. So even in a hot second and I, I'm frustrated and kids are doing some things and I need them to get back to their tables, I don't forget that it's like, get back in your guilds. I don't forget that in that moment because it's at the ready for me. So choose a theme you love, something that you're happy to breathe life into. Also, my other advice on theme, it doesn't have to be, and maybe possibly, I know I'm going to get like beat up for this, but maybe don't borrow an exact theme like live in a similar world right so instead of choosing the star wars theme maybe choose a space theme instead of choosing you know indiana jones choose an adventure theme um this just gives you more options that's the only reason i say it if you absolutely love those things and think that you can totally use and breathe life into those spaces so be it especially a, a, a world builder the size of uh, Star Wars, I could totally see that you will fill that space just fine. So theme is going to be like your stage. It's going to be where you're thinking of the names of things, the props you have. And by props, I'm doing air quotes here. You can't see it on the podcast, but props, I don't again necessarily mean physical. It's just the names you're giving things. So if we were to do a space theme, I would challenge you to write down everything you can think of in space and don't worry about what it does in your class or how the game works. Just if you were putting on a play or a musical in space, what are some of the props and things you'd want on the set, right? So maybe a space station, a space suit, oxygen tanks, you know, um, a shuttle bay, right? These things, you'd write down as many as you can come up with and then you can start thinking about what those do in your game. Are they items? Are they power-ups? Are they locations? Things they can do with. Uh, But really, that theme is just going to allow you to breathe that life in. Team is this idea that games, like the number one group of game players, I self-identify as socializers. They want to game with somebody else. There's a humanistic purpose to what they're doing. And I love this about the socializers. And so teams are an important role. Teams could be with inside your class. So maybe each of your guilds are vying to win the game. Or maybe in my situation, each period is technically like a team. Inside that team, I have four or five guilds, depending on my class size. But ultimately, all those four or five guilds, their points are getting added together to make their house score and it's the house that's trying to win but you also want to start designing and thinking in team-based challenges so flex that team muscle do some more group work have kids working together to you know defeat this win that whatnot uh that structure is so powerful uh because the gamer mindset again is one that's built on a foundation of being what in Bartle's test, which is a player type test, the number one most ranked player type is socializers. So again, they want to be on a team. They want to have purpose for their team, which is where these team challenges come in. Give them like some runway to use that social network to like 
be able to do something with. Which leads me to my next category, which is tasks. This is the piece that you already know about your class. And ironically, you already know it about a gamified class. Tasks is what we're already good at as teachers. They're the things students are doing. But now you have the the muscle behind it where you could add that what they're doing is good for their team, that's good for their house. You could add a bit of theme to the task. You could connect it to your space theme if you wanted uh, or not, but they have this game running in the background. So whatever tasks you give them, right, whether they're required or not required tasks, they understand that they're going to fit inside this larger system, even if it's not themed, This is the thing that I have to tell you. There are sometimes in my medieval society games, but I still want to use, I don't know, EMC2, Sneaky Snow Phone Snoop, one of my favorite activities. I absolutely love it. But obviously, there are no cell phones in medieval times. There's no reason for them to do this task inside Realm of Nobles. However, Realm of Nobles apparatus, that is like the XP and the game rules, can extend into something that's not Realm of Nobles, right? I can say whoever does the best here might earn some experience points, or we could say maybe gets an item for doing so well, or, man, I love this group work, so here's a badge, right? All those things are ever-present, even when the game isn't present, and that is phenomenal, phenomenal. And this is where that user experience is at the center of it all. And this is what I love about a gamified class A gamified class is all about student-centered design and intentional design. Two of my favorite things coming together because now everything you do has a purpose, a purpose that's immediate for them, a purpose that they can see and feel that that I just love because traditional like educational systems, your only end goal is that someday you might go to college and you might want to go to a certain college, right? That's too far removed for the gamer mindset, right? Uh, I mean, imagine if there was only a, I don't know, World Series or Super Bowl like every 12 years. And the rest was like, hey, you know, just hang in there, pay attention to some of these games. They're all adding up to someday might make sense in a future 12-year away game. That doesn't, that's too far removed, right? We need to have those Super Bowls kind of every year because then that also makes each of the individual sessions that they play in each of these matches they play in whatever sport you're saying right uh matter because now this is constantly designing the rankings for the chance and the likelihood that you end up in the super bowl or the world series uh and same for your class now all of a sudden your assignments and your activities all sort of have more of an immediate matter to them and to that socializer component because it's going to affect their overall house it's going to help their group, right? There are just greater levels of connection. But I tell you all this, I want this podcast to be light, podcast to be short. So I, I, I hope I'm encouraging you that it's really theme, team, and task, and you don't need to do it every day. So choose a theme you like, think of things that would be inside that, and then start to fill that space a little bit, and just know that those game rules can be dipped, tipped, dipped, tipped, I don't even know the right word, into whenever you need to which is so awesome and so epic. Uh, I can do lots more of these kind of podcasts 
for you uh, to help better understand your gamified class. I know also if you are part of the EMC2 community and part of that creative core membership that has all of our online webinar sort of based community, definitely we'll be doing some gamification kind of 101, getting started. It can happen any time of the year. Uh, so definitely stay on the lookout for that. I'm going to be doing one for sure in August. Uh, and you will hopefully sign in and sign up for those. Uh, they're free once you're inside the community. So, all right, everyone, I hope that you have a great day and that you play on and you just keep playing on. All right, everybody take care and catch you next time.